coming up this episode. This person haven't seen a tiger before in real life. But when if faced with a tiger, somehow you start to sweat. Because this is the emotion that has been passed on to us. It's like imprinted in our gene to tell that this is danger. So this is how our body protects us. This is the Dr. Pranor's Podcast. The Dr. Pranor's Podcast is brought to you by Jasper Lodge Care Centres Malaysia. Managed by doctors, Jasper Lodge Care Centres provide loving, trustworthy and quality care and treatment to all their residents. Looking for a professional aged care facility to look after your elderly loved ones? Find a Jasper Lodge near you at Talingjaya, Sri Kembangan, Penang, Kuching, Johor Bahru and Kuantan. Get your free care consultation with Jasper Lodge Care Centres by calling 015-4873-8450. 015-4873-8450 or visit jasperlodge.com.my. We are here to help. The Dr. Printer's podcast is brought to you by Pillar Malaysia, sending trained caregivers to your home. Managed by doctors and aged care experts, Pillar provides experience and compassionate caregiving in the comfort of your loved one's home for the short term or longer. For a free, no-obligation care consultation with Pillar, call or WhatsApp us at 01111-288-059 or visit us online at PillarCare.com. Pillars, your extended family. Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Preneurs, the podcast that intersects health, aging, and entrepreneurship. My name is Andrew Mastrandonis, and with me is my co-host, Dr. Lynn. Hello. And today we welcome Mr. Logan Lowe, uh, who's a certified emotion engineer, which I want to learn more about what that is, from Aquara. And he has significant experience in this field, which I hope to learn more about. <laughs> so over the past 15 years, Logan has been searching for an answer to why his career is like a roller coaster ride, which all of us experience. From technician in FMCG manufacturing, factory to banking, to marketing, to lighting manufacturing, and so on. We've all had many jobs, so we understand that. So we want to welcome you to this uh, episode, and we'd love to get to know what uh, sound therapy is all about and see how it can help uh, a variety of people. Thank you for joining us. Did you say emotional something engineer? I, I'm reading here emotion engineer. Emotion engineer. Wow, that's a, that's a... Well, it's the first time I'm encountering this word, right? And you represent a company called Aquera. Yep. Would you like to tell us a bit more about, about what you do and what your company does? Okay. Hi. Uh, once again, I'd like to introduce myself. I'm Logan. Uh, emotion engineer, this term is quite new to the market, I believe so. Mm-hmm. So we see there's a lot of electrical, there's a lot of uh, civil engineering, but how can we engineer emotion? You know, this is one that is uh, very interesting. So uh, maybe a bit. Uh, how do I get to know this technology? So uh, in my journey, as what Andrew has uh, explained, uh, I've been searching for answer. Why do I always face a lot of challenges when I'm at my peak of my career? So and I keep on searching and I can't really find a root cause mm-hmm. or to a really good answer to it. Mm-hmm. And when I, um, when I found this technology or the technology found me, because um, 
is through fate, I would say through fate, that I visited a chapter in BNI mm-hmm. and that's how I know the co-host. Oh, sorry, the, found, the co-founder. The okay. Co-founder, the co-founder. Of the company. Of, of the, the company, okay. yes. And he introduced me to the this technology. Saying, how, how long ago was this? It was uh, two years back, I think. Okay. Yeah. okay. So, so when this... Um, when when he introduced me this technology, I was a bit skeptical, you know. Mm-hmm. And he says that, oh, I can take your voice, you know, just your w- voice recording, and I can tell you, um, what your subconscious is, what your conscious is, and even can can even search what is causing all this to you. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. You are saying just just based on your your words that you speak, the sound that you make, he can tell all those things. Yep, yep. That yep. sounds like fortune telling a little bit to uh, me. Uh, wow. Well, okay. I don't blame your skepticism. Yep, okay. Yep. Yeah. So you say, so I said because uh, fortune telling all this metaphysics, I have been tried that before. You know, I have gone through uh-huh. uh, classes. I even tried to understand myself even further through this method. Interesting. So okay. that's why I said, hey, wow, how can technology tell me through just through my voice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I said, why not? You know, just why not? Let's have a try. So I went over to his office and then I did the voice recording. Mm-hmm. So at that time, it was only 90 seconds. So what are you required to say during this uh, recording session? Well, there, there is a script given. Okay. There's a script given. If you can tell your own story, it's even better. Okay. Yeah, but okay. however, not, not many people can, you know, just tell a story through the mic. All right. So there's a script given. So we just follow the script and we read it. Mm-hmm. So after when we read the script and and we wait for a while, so the the report is generated mm-hmm. through the AI system. Mm-hmm. And to my surprise, and I when 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 I look into the report, of course the data, the presentation is is totally different. I don't understand what is it mm-hmm. all about. But when 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 he go through the report with me, mm-hmm. when he shows me. Uh, things that I don't think that a guy that knows me for two days would tell. Not even uh, because if if you look at fortune telling, at least they need to know your your date of birth mm-hmm. or, or some sort of uh, your maybe your thumbprint or all this. But there's nothing. There, there's uh, there's no way he can get all this data. Basically, just based on that ninety second sound clip, yep. he's able to tell you past, present, future. If not say past, present, future, okay. it is. What about the past and the present? Mm-hmm. Because it, that there's no future, and it, because it's just only the voice. Okay. Because it's not fortune telling. All right. Okay. Okay. And once you do that, what does he do with that information? So the information it is how he presented to me to let me um, understand myself more. Because for us to improve, or I can say for us to identify what is stopping us from our success, usually is. The emotion or that subconscious, the belief, mm-hmm. the root belief, that self limit us in mm-hmm. a lot of situation. So my challenge was, uh, sounds very funny if, if if we talk about about now. So my challenge was, whenever I'm enjoying too much in my career or I'm, I'm enjoying too much in the things that I do, the next emotion that will come surfacing will be fear. How how could that happen? You know, you mean when you are at the peak of your career, let's say in in before this you were you were light light uh, manufacturer as well, and when you are enjoying the peak of your success, you start feeling fear. Yes, uh, that's yeah. that's interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's very interesting, right? Yeah, because I I could share an experience because when I was in the banking, you know, I did manage to help one of my clients. 
because they they wanted to do a commercial loan mm-hmm. and and they couldn't get the loan because uh, of some 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 um, issue I would say. So, but then I helped them to think of uh, maybe refinancing would be a way to to help them. So I helped this uh, client to refinance up to six million of a uh, loan. Mm-hmm. So for me at that time, that was like my whole year's target. So apparently, if I just continue and do all this and I'm I'm good for the year already. Mm-hmm. But however, after that deal, the next month, following months, I I cannot even pick up the cold call. I don't know why. I cannot re- uh, look for my developers. I cannot look for my uh, lawyers. I just I just feel that I'm very uncomfortable. And you think that is because you are fearful? At that moment, at mm-hmm. that moment, I always think that it's because of my attitude. Okay. I thought it was my working attitude or is is because oh I've done a big deal already so I I relax mm-hmm. oh I I I want to go and play around but when things don't go well definitely my manager will 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 pressure me right mm-hmm. so even when the my manager pressured me so I need to pick up the call to to make a full cold call mm-hmm. normally this is okay I I can do it but I don't know why I I can't so I thought was maybe it's time for me to move on So this has been going on for like you know. So you get stuck essentially. Yeah, in a way, you get stuck. Okay. All right. So, so I always think about is is my problem, mm. my attitude problem. So I I attended courses, you know, motivational courses, even self improvement, self enrichment. You know, this this is why I I, I search a lot in that area. So however, when I reach here, he pointed out to me that there's, there's a point of time in 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 the report it shows. There, there is a very point of time where my emotion is very high, and when he mentioned that point of time, that period of years, and I remembered, whenever, uh, usually when I'm young, is at my you know zero to seven years old that time. Mm-hmm. So whenever I play or whenever I'm with my mom, uh, I'm very creative. You know, I'm I'm not like the average kid to play. If I see a balloon, I I don't really go and blow it, but I. I I I I put water balloon. I say, mm-hmm. so I, so I remember a very, a very very strong. Um, I would say, the image is very strong in my mind when 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 he mentioned that period of time, it was my mom brought me to her friend's party, mm-hmm. and and really I saw balloons. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, I didn't use it as a normal balloon would. You mean based on your ninety second sound clip, he's able to tell you this yeah. about balloons? Okay, oh, wow. I've not said that he will tell me about the balloons, mm-hmm. but he will tell me that this period of time, mm-hmm. at at this age, old to seven years old. Yeah, it, it, because there there is a, what we call the the life journey. We call that a life journey. Mm-hmm. So they will show us our emotional life journey. Mm-hmm. So from there, I found that why at this certain age that my emotion is so high, and he start to ask me what happened during that years. So that's when the first impression or the first thing that came to my mind was that situation, and that situation was re- was related to, I was playing and I was very happy because I'm not only playing myself. I'm asking all the kids to play together, mm-hmm. so I'm the leader and and I cause a mess in that place. Water balloon, basically playing water balloon. Basically okay. playing water balloon. I was very right. happy, and then whenever I done a mess, my mom would not uh, punish me on the spot. But what will my mom do? Well, my mom will go and go to my ear and say, "Go back, you get it." You wow! Know? Literally, it's like it's like um, uh, I would say you are sentenced to death. You know, in a way, 
that you feel that you don't know when you're going to get punished. But my mom meant whatever she said. And and you, you were before, this was all before seven years old. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah I remember, yes. Andrew, do you see a difference between the Asian parenting and those in the West? <laughs> yeah, there, there's some differences. Yeah. I mean, kind of delayed punishment. Uh-huh. I found that parents in America would deal with it right away. Right. So that's really interesting. Yeah. So, but delay punishment seems to be pretty common in uh, yeah. Asian family upbringing as well. Yeah, it's pretty common. Yeah. But however, how it affects me is yeah. when when I'm enjoying... So this emotion has been captured in me. Mm-hmm. And, and this is how it affects me. So whenever I'm enjoying, the next moment will be fear because it's like I will be punished and I will be get beaten or what. So our emotion is here to protect us. So, even though the situation is that it was because I was scared, I was playing, I was playful, and definitely I would, I deserve the punishment. You know, I understand that. But however, the emotion doesn't. So when I go up to the society, when I start working, and that emotion, it it just triggers when I'm enjoying so much in my work. I'm happy. I'm I'm playing. You know, and I don't treat work as work. So then suddenly. The next emotion that came to my mind is like fear. And that was the moment it struck me. And I understand it. And, and your fear was fear of failure, fear of punishment. But, but when you're successful in your career, you shouldn't be so worried about punishment, right? So how, how does that work actually? You know? Yes, yes. Very, very, very funny, right? Yeah. So because you see, the emotion is... When, when our body, our subconscious record this emotion, it's just like we, we, we are running it auto... We, we are putting on auto gear. Mm-hmm. So it's autopilot. So it's like, uh, imagine when you are in a jungle. Let's say you don't, you, uh, this person haven't seen a tiger before in real life. But when it faced with a tiger, somehow you start to sweat. Mm-hmm. Somehow you start to feel fear. Because this is the emotion that has been passed on to us. It's like imprinted in our gene to tell that this is danger. So this is how our body protects us. Through emotion. Okay. So that's why when when I've been experiencing all this during my childhood days, it's been recorded as if when we touch a hot hot water or a boiling pot, we know next time when we look at a pot, a metal pot, we will definitely test the temperature first. It's on auto-reaction. Mm-hmm. So based on the emotion, is is also like this. So for my case is when I'm enjoying the auto-response behind me says that you have to stop. You can't go further. If you go further, you get punishment. So, it is very contradicting in my career because when I enjoy, when I'm at a peak, so the conscious, the subconscious will creeps in and tell you stop. But your conscious doesn't know that. See, that's interesting because I think a lot of people, when they get to a higher level of success, they want more and more and more of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because, and, and you learn all this through the sound frequency uh, uh, assessment that your company that the company provides. Because the sound frequency therapy shows this, mm-hmm. and however the theory behind the, the why the the why is it like that? Why subconscious work this way? Is through my journey in Aquera when I learn and I studied, and I understand through. That's how I I. I get more knowledge on this. Maybe you could just define or tell us what sound frequency therapy is for people that don't really understand it. Okay, sound frequency therapy is it based on a theory that's saying that everything has a vibration. So, 
in in our every single thing, in like our cells, our atoms, even the table has its own vibration. Mm-hmm. So with this theory itself, the the professor or the, or the scientist that's behind all this has done the research and to find out that every single cell that's a vibration to every emotion, even to our health condition. So that's how he has gathered this data through over 15 to 16 years. Mm-hmm. And he has started this, uh, what I call this big data in, in his server. Mm-hmm. So when, when they process this voice, all this voice frequency is embedded with our brain frequency and so on with our body cells frequency. So that's how you get the data, telling us what kind of emotion that we have gone through, what kind of uh, uh, even our body, what kind of sickness do we have. It, it can even show. And sound frequency therapy means to say, by giving frequency therapy to our brain, it tells our brain to work back or to heal back. So what are some examples of the way this therapy can help people? So, um, a very straightforward way is like um, a lot of people face insomnia mm-hmm. yeah, because they are stressed with work. And of course, sound frequency therapy, in a way, it, it slows down the brain, mm-hmm. the, the theta wave, so that this person can relax more. But however, why do we need to go through a report reading? Mm-hmm. Because awareness is the key in this. You know, we cannot provide a sound frequency therapy to a person without them knowing what is actually causing them the pain or what is causing this emotion that's, that is coming. So practically, um, let's say I am interested to get your services. Mm-hmm. I understand that the first part, I have to do the 90 seconds voice recording yeah. and based on that, you will come up with a report and interpretation. Yes. What happens next? So what happens next? So there's, there's a few options. Mm-hmm. So firstly, you get to know yourself better already. Mm-hmm. Then you can choose, oh, I, I'm aware of this problem. Mm-hmm. Should I, uh, will I or would I want to change? Or is there a will for me to change? Is this thing affecting me in my, in, my, in my life, in my daily life? And if you said yes and you want to do a change, there's two options. One, you can do it yourself. You know, by, by telling yourself, saying that I need to change, I need to wake up, I, I need to do this. So this is all you put the subconscious up to your conscious mind by you realizing already. Mm. But however, the challenge is our conscious mind only holds like 5%. Mm-hmm. And 95% of the time, we are dri- driven by this subconscious. So when we, our conscious mind telling the subconscious to do this, it's going to be a lot of challenge. So that's why people need to do repetition. It takes time. You know? However, when technology now, you know, it helps us with the effortless uh, what you say with an effortless condition, you know? Mm-hmm. So it tells the brain to do the subconscious part. So, so I can either use my willpower to try to power myself through the, the trauma, the hurt and all this in the past, or I can use, uh, some, fi- some form of sound wave that you provide. Yes, it's like a sound wave. It's, I would say that it's like a white noise, you know, it's just frequency. So some, some even we can't even hear because our, Ear only can listen to twenty hertz up to twenty k, uh, twenty k hertz. Mm-hmm. However, our frequency we can go down at least as five hertz and up as high as twenty four k hertz. Mm-hmm. So this is practically for our brain to listen. And and it comes in the form of a audio clip. Yes, it's form of audio clip. You just need to install it in your handphone, mm-hmm. and with that handphone, you just need to listen. 
would this audio clip be different based on different conditions, different individuals? How do you decide yes, what yes. kind of audio clip to give? Yes, very good question. Yeah. So it's a personalized frequency therapy. So this this sound frequency is only personalized to that person itself. So mm-hmm. will this frequency benefit another person? The answer is no. So it's only good for that person because it's based on his condition or her condition. So is this something you have to do on a regular basis over time? Well, when you when you own the frequency therapy, it is with you forever. Oh, the company says that. So when, when you have it, you can listen to it throughout the whole lifetime. So do you need to always frequently change or to, uh, to get a new one? You know, it depends whether do you need or do you find that there's another issue that is causing you a lot of pain. But however, we find that if we can solve that 20% root cause which is causing 80% of all your problem, and I, I believe with that solve, that pre- other problems is easier for you to, to handle with your willpower. Yeah, this, this reminds me of uh, our, one of our previous guests, uh, Michelle, uh, from CrossFit 399. She was here talking to us about mindset coaching as well and how sometimes people don't achieve their fitness goals because they don't have a reason. They don't have the right mindset to, to kind of like tune into really wanting to change. Therefore, you know, very often they give up very early or they even barely could get started. So in this kind of sound frequency thing, it, it's also a way to help people kind of deal with the subconscious hurt such that, you know, they can develop enough mental strength and uh, and mental fortitude to kind of like handle the rest of the other issues in life. Are you saying that this is something that you can help with as well? Yes, it's doable. It's possible. It's very interesting. So if you have some kind of chronic illness or something, are you suggesting that this may help in that regard? I mean, I know it's not a medical practice, but is there a way that, quote, unlocking your subconscious can help with that? Means, means I think your question is, besides the mental health, do, does it do anything for the physical health as well? Yes. Uh, very good question, Andrew. Very good mm-hmm. question. So back in Europe, you know, the professor is using the sound frequency therapy really to help a lot of chronic illnesses mm-hmm. by telling the brain to repair the cells. Because our, actually our body is a very good doctor. Uh, if given enough time, given enough nutrients, they know where to repair and how to repair it. So, but there's no proper instruction given to them or where to target. So in Europe, mainly they are using the frequency therapy to help people to heal. So why does this work? You know, I can share you a very short story. Mm-hmm. Let's just imagine our brain actually there's two jobs that needs to do. First is to help us to control our emotion. Secondly is to help us to um, repair our body, which is our immune system. Mm-hmm. So, but the brain cannot do both at the, at, at the same time, you know. Now, how, how do we say this? Let's imagine all of us is in the jungle now, mm-hmm. right? Where we're in the jungle. And then suddenly, there's a tiger jumps up from the bush. So what will we do? I'll probably run. <laughs> Definitely would run. Definitely run, right? Yeah. So when we, when we are running, you know, then suddenly we stumble upon a stone, we, we cut ourselves, you know, if we, we hit ourselves, we bruise ourselves. Do you think that we'll stop? Oh, I probably won't <laughs> if I'm running for my life. Yeah. yeah. As long as your leg don't, don't broke, right? It's not broken. Then you still continue to run, right? Okay. So, so when we reach a safety point, means that the tiger has given up. Uh, so when we are safe, then suddenly only you feel that, oh, my pain, his pain, he bruised, I got cuts. Mm-hmm. So why, 
how 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 does this work? Means to say that when the tiger is here, we have the emotion. The emotion is fear. We need to survive. Mm-hmm. So the body will ignore all the signal to repair. So even if we damage ourselves, we cut ourselves, we will ignore. The body will just ask us to run. So when we are relaxed, we feel safe. Only the body will start to do this part we call uh, the repairing, mm-hmm. which is we feel pain, we feel sick. Mm-hmm. So now we are, we don't live in that jungle. You know, we don't live in the jungle, but we live in this concrete jungle. Let's imagine, what is the tiger in our life now? Can I say my wife? <laughs> I'm sorry, Anna. I love you. I hope you're not listening to this. <laughs> well, I could say anything that causes stress. Can right, I say that? Right. Okay. And and in in city life, especially, a lot of people feel stress due to work. Right. It's as if if I cannot produce, uh, there's a there's a tiger behind me chasing over me. Mm-hmm. So you always find people that they can ignore uh, not having lunch and they don't feel tired. Uh, they don't feel hungry. They, they can work 24 hours and they don't feel tired. You know, they keep on working, working, working. And when they choose, hey, I need to take a rest. You know, I need to rest now. So when they rest, suddenly they get fever. They start to have flu. They all this, you know. This is how our brain is working, you know. Yeah. The stress is causing us to work. Yeah, I, I can explain that in a neurological standpoint, me being a medical doctor. This is actually tied to the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. The sympathetic nervous system is the squeeze nervous system whereby, you know, if that is that part of the brain is activated, the system is activated, everything becomes very tense. Um, and and you, when, when uh, we are on guard, we are ready to roll, ready to move. But uh, it, usually what deactivates the, the sympathetic system is the parasympathetic system. That's the relaxed pathway whereby uh, it tells your body to slow down, you know, um, you know, your gut is down, your immune system is down. That that is why people pick up medical conditions, and also you know the tiger chasing anal- analogy is also tied to the hormone system in our body as well, which is adrenaline. So, okay, understanding that you know this this um all these are happening in our human body. How how do you tie in that? How you then tie in sound frequency therapy into all this? So by searching our belief or, or by knowing why do we feel stress, you know. Do you find it uh, funny that why do I find stressful when I'm at my peak of my career? That's very unusual. That's very unusual. A lot of people will, you know, when I'm at peak, of course, I go higher. Mm-hmm. I enjoy more. But why do I react in this way? If, if normal people will not understand saying that, oh, this, this maybe is just an excuse. But it's real. It is happening. And I believe no one wants to feel bad or no one wants to choose a, a bad future. By knowing this and still do that, mm-hmm. you know, there, there must be something pulling that person or hurting that person. So, how how can this help? Mm-hmm. Because by first we identify through the voice, we can help you to identify the conscious and subconscious first. So when we go through this, we are aware of it and mm-hmm. we we find because uh, it's already proven that says that zero to seven years old is where we are babies. Uh, installing a lot of programs in your brain. We're recording everything that's going on. Yes, we're recording mm-hmm. a lot of things. So, at that time, can we control what we record or what we believe? Mm-hmm. So, this is not within our control. So, it's all in our environment and we don't even remember what we control at some point. So, when we come up to society and when we come up to our work, you know, like why some program don't sync with us? Why we install this app into ourselves and it don't, it don't, it don't seem to work well. 
So other people can take risks. Why I can't take risks? You know, other people can sleep well. Why I can't? So this is all which is causing a lot of uh, issue. In You're saying it ties back to the programming when this person is between 0 to 7 years yes. old. Yes. Okay. Yes. Earlier, you talked about sound therapy, sound frequency therapy in relation to health conditions. Are you suggesting that this could help if you have a medical condition to reduce it or improve your situation or even cure a disease? Yes, it does help. It does help. It does improve. It does help. But of course, we still need the proper nutrition. Mm -hmm. We still need the proper habits in our life. Does it directly impact the cells in the body and the brains? Or does it maybe, like what you said just now, tell the brain to do the repair? Is it a direct repair via the sound frequency? Or is it like more of a utilizing the brain's own repair homeopathic ability to kind of causing the body and how would you target the cells like you would with cancer treatment yeah Mm, very good question and then this area we call it is more to the the health side Mm -hmm. the health part which this will be handled by one of our colleagues Mm -hmm. which is they are professional they are the one that specialize in this area and they also the one that designed the frequency so I think this question will be good on the next next session if you really do do feel uh, curious about it Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Then we could have a session with uh, one of the colleagues mm-hmm. and to explain it in more to the medical side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I think our listeners would be interested to find out more on how sound frequency could directly impact one person's physical health as yes. well. Yeah. But we can say that from our side, because my point of view is more to the EQ, the emotion side. Mm-hmm. So how emotion affects our body, it does in a way. Because you see, when, when we are always constantly stressed, our body forgets to repair mm-hmm. and we forget all our uh, signals. Mm-hmm. So when we don't get the signals, we don't take the necessary rest, we don't do the necessary thing to get uh, improved. So it does impact on our health. Mm-hmm. So you're saying this could be a more of a preventative na- nature? Yes, we could took it in a very preventive nature. But however, for those who have already have condition, the health side, you know, my colleague can uh, help you to explain further of it because it does help them to improve. I, I believe most of us go through some form of, um, well, maybe emotional trauma is a very heavy word to use, but along those lines, maybe some form of emotional trauma when we were very young. And like, as you said, it's not controllable. It's not controlled by us. It's We are fully dependent on our parents. Therefore, I think that has affected many of uh, our abilities to progress in life. And I've seen that in my own life and and other people's uh, life examples as well. So I think that's the reason why I'm very interested in this this sound frequency thing because I do think um, we got to start from the roots. And if we do that, then all the other motivational training, competency training, it, it can build upon yes. uh, these un- uh, when, when all these uh, underlying issues are, are being fixed. Yeah, so I, that's why I find it very interesting. Now, um, maybe... To understand a little bit more about like sound frequency therapy, right? How you 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 were sharing with us that you're saying that it is uh, researched by a professor, but it seems like this kind of sound therapy goes back goes way back during to, to the indigenous communities to the to the culture, different kind of tribal culture. Does it have a, a, a an origin coming from this kind of like tribal, uh, you know, tribal drums, tribal sound? Is, is it from there or is it from something else altogether? Oh, well, um, is it based on that? I'm not very sure on that, mm-hmm. you know. But, uh, however, I would know that there's more towards 
the scientific way, I would say that is um is through quantum physics, you know, bio biogenetics, and even up to epigenetics. Mm. These are based a few of the 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 theories that they have based on, and to find the data on that. Yeah, for those that uh, don't know what epigenetics is, epigenetics is basically how our genes are expressed in our body. So it's a presented form, it's a physical form of of the presentation of our genetics. So that's epigenetics. It's very interesting. Uh, okay, um, how do I guess this is maybe more of a personal question? How if I want to become a sound frequency therapist, like how do I go? What kind of things or courses should I take to become a sound frequency therapist? Well, uh, at the moment. Um, Aquira is giving trainings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you are interested, then we will we will we will see through how can we work together with them. So after you have attended the training and you have been certified, then there's how you once become an engineer, uh, an emotion engineer. How long would the training take, and uh, you know, would it involve practical theory or both? Or yeah, both. The uh, the theory part on understanding how to read the report will be like uh, maybe a, a three to four days course. Okay. But however, the journey itself it will take some time on more to the practical, practical side. Mm-hmm. Do a lot of readings, you know, for us to understand mm-hmm. how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been I did a little reading about this, the little I could find online before this session, and I've seen a bunch of different uh, therapies, like there's neurologic music therapy, guided meditation something called the body method. I don't know what these things are. A tuning fork method. Um, these sound kind of far out, if you will. Um, are these part of sound therapy or are these totally different than what you're doing? I would say it's part of it and also different. They're both are both the... I can answer that in this way. So uh, the difference of... Our sound frequency therapy is more personalized because through that voice recording, we already got the data on what uh, your your current condition is, and when we design it, is is personalized for you. However, uh, frequency therapy, which is like what just now you, Andrew you mentioned, you know those maybe singing bowls or that folk, these are like I would say uh, a bit more general. It's, it's like everyone also can listen, you know, and everyone can use it. Mm-hmm. So that's why the, the difference is there. So yours is more of a precision kind of targeted kind of therapy. Yes. So the, my next question would be, is your therapy suitable for everybody? Suitable for everybody as long as you can hear. Unless this person can't. So even children as well? Yep, children as well. As long as they can sing or they can make a voice they so that we can record. Okay. Okay, so let me understand this. You get a recording as part of what your company does, and you listen to that recording over time. Is that right? Uh, I don't understand that question. Can you? Can you? Um, so what they do is when the client comes in, decided to start the program, right. they will first get a recording from the client, right? Which is ninety that seconds recording, mm-hmm. and from that they will come out with a report, an interpretation, and then they will customize a frequency for this uh, uh, patient X to listen to. Right. Yeah. So my question is, how does the sound therapy professional uh, interpret the results? What do they do with that information that they get uh-huh. when you do your initial 90 seconds? So for us, it's like with that report, we help you to look into what is actually causing you stress. 
Yeah. No, but I mean, what do they do? Well, what do they with, do? With, with the, once you get the 90-second recording, mm-hmm. how do they process it? How is it processed, the, the information? The, the process itself is through the server. That, that it is, is okay, all- but what's in the server? I'm trying to understand, like... <laughs> I think these, you know, the algorithm or what what they're doing behind the scenes, you know, behind the curtain. I guess. Yeah, I, 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 maybe, maybe I may not be the the right person to answer this question because okay. from for me myself, I also do not know how they they right. interpret. But I just know that they when they uh, generate the report, it's like it's like I how how I treat it is like I, I do not know how the engine works for a car, but I just drive it. Yeah, you know it works. Yeah, okay, it works. all right, all right, all right, and and. I, I do see the, the skepticism that man, many people may have. Is it really that simple? You know, it sounds like too good to be true. I just record 90 seconds voice. You give me a customized therapy and all my, all my childhood trauma has been healed. You know, it, it sounds a little bit too good to be true. What kind of challenges are you all facing bringing this kind of technology to the market in Malaysia, you know, in terms of awareness, education? You know, what, what, the, what are the resistance that you are? experiencing when introducing this therapy yep yep especially just just now what you said it is totally uh we we, we found all a lot of these kind of challenges mm-hmm. people don't find it hey does it really works you know how can it do it in this way mm-hmm. so however usually what we will tell our client is that you remember 10 years ago can you can you uh, believe that our phone can help us to send pictures mm-hmm. or, or can we even have meeting over the phone mm-hmm. so if, if we would be talking this Last 10 years, people will be saying the same thing. Hell, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then we still need to write, we still need to go into office and report. How can we work from home? So technology has improved in this way. So now coming to this era, I would say that technology has come to this point of time. Mm-hmm. So either you believe it or you tried it. So I would always say, I have a try. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, 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 what is there to lose? What would be some success stories or testimonies you could share with us, you know, based on the person going through your, your treatment regime and then really discover results in their life? Are there some stories that you can share with us? Like for myself, I, I, I would say the most, uh, most, uh, I would say the most, uh, closest testimony I can give is my personal self. Mm-hmm. Because when I, when I, when I found out my emotion, this one, and then I took up the, the, the frequency therapy. Oh. So when I was using the frequency therapy, I was just listening to it. And when I'm listening to it, I just uh, go on with my daily life. I just do what I need to do. And then when I'm doing it, instantly I find that, eh, maybe I'm aware of it. I said, eh, I'm not afraid of challenges anymore. And I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the things that I'm doing. And I'm not stopping. So this is one thing I find emotionally. And then, however, at that same time, I also, I also um, uh, have a medical condition. I not seen medical condition because uh, when I stool, uh, there's blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and then there, there, there's for me. I, I didn't go and check. Okay. Yeah, I'm so sorry, doctor. I didn't go and check. Yeah, you should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go and check. But at the same time, I did ask my my colleague that that do this frequency therapy on the health side. So they, they do on a health check, they can, they can see what is causing that thing through mm-hmm. the sound frequency. And they find out that actually it's not cancer, it's not about that. It's about, um, I have a polyps on my, okay. on, 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 on the rectum or, mm. or, 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 or it calls. Then, then, 
And when it brushed through, that's why it, it bleeds. Mm-hmm. So at, at least I got an answer on it. Mm-hmm. And did I ask for this, uh, some frequency to treat this? Uh, yes, I did. So, and I found that, eh, I, I don't bleed at, anymore after that. Okay. Uh, so this but it's still advisable to get a check. <laughs> yeah, 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 I <laughs> Me being the So you when know, you work doctor. when you work with clients in sound therapy, do you offer to set specific goals or set metrics for what you want them to achieve or is or is that just up to them? Well, it's up to them actually. Because at the end of the day, we are our masters ourselves. So if they if they are not willing to do that and even we set whatever goals, even with the sound frequency therapy, it will not help them. So that's why our goal is to help them to understand themselves first, to accept it first. And when they have the will to do it, sound frequency therapy can help them do it effortlessly. So so what I'm hearing is is the sound frequency therapy basically comes in on the awareness side of things. But moving forward in life, you know, once they have are aware of their their past and their hurts, and they have dealt with that, moving forward in life, you would still need some form of uh, system, or whether it's a coaching system, mentoring system, to kind of like bring this person to where he or she wants to be in life. But the sound frequency uh, sound frequency therapy will provide the platform or the basis for them to start healing, so that they can get to a stage whereby they can move forward, you know, be more self-actualized and, and achieve more, achieve their goals and what they want in life. Yeah. So I think that is a very interesting place to start, you know? Yep. Mm. Now, um, if you are to... So what, what are you guys doing now to kind of share this with more people? I know like I, I the reason why I invited you, invited you here is because I personally find it fascinating and I think uh, through our channels, we would like to share it to more people but as a company you know what are you guys doing right now to kind of bring the word out so actually we are we are we are doing with our community mm-hmm. you know we, we we didn't really spread the word out as quick or, or as fast yeah. mainly because we we also need a lot of uh, emotion engineer our competent emotion engineer to help us to do the the, the report or to, 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 to ask them to find their, their problem. Mm-hmm. So that's why what we are doing now is we are, we are growing. Yeah, we are growing in terms of the emotion engineer so that uh, when the base is strong, then only we start to reach out to more people. And if a person decides to become an emotion engineer, um, how, how would they then contact you? And what's the process like? Well, usually we we'll always uh, recommend them to become a client first. Let them experience it first. Mm-hmm. So without knowing the, the whole process or, or, or this person didn't experience this, it is hard for them to, to come in and just to become an emotion engineer. And, and what does it cost to do this? To, to, to become, uh, to, to, take, to take up the program? Yes. To, to maybe do the treatment as well and, and if they want to take up the program. So the, the, the price range can be up to, you know, maybe 3K up to 4 5K, depending on, on a certain individual. Which is about um, 800 US dollars to about 1300 US dollars, yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. about that. So, and from there, then we will see how, how it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after, if, 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 if they have, uh, if they really want to go in as an emotion engineer, then they will have a cost to attend. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And then, and then that will be depending on what is that time or what kind of price range we, the the company will set. 
Okay, so the training program will have another cost as well yeah, besides yes. the therapy. Yeah. Are there any specif- specific characteristics that you are looking for in someone that would be a good emotions engineer? Well, currently, um, the characteristic that we look is that um, the person we love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, the, 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 the work that we do is we, we, we need to have a lot of love in, in our passion because we meet a lot of people that have um, a lot of issues and they, they will have a lot of um, challenges and for us to move on now uh, the founders always um, always believe or we want to co-create happiness together mm. so love is what is their, their, their pre-requirement okay who's, who's, who actually does the training to become an emotion engineer is that people here or Europe or elsewhere who's the who are the trainers now the trainers is mainly our founders okay. founders will be handling the training so if if I personally would like to get your services you know the therapy services or if I have someone that I would like to recommend to get your your therapy services what's the best channel to reach you all well um, you, you, is the best channel is to give me a call okay and can you share maybe the phone number that people should be contacting if they're interested to to uh, speak with you and understandings further sure sure so should I share it here? Yeah, or? you can just read it out loud and then we'll just put it in the link uh, at our podcast description. Yep, uh, you can call this number 012-3810-378. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, that, and to look for you, Logan, right? Yes, just look for me, Logan. All right, okay. And you, and you have a website? Uh, we do have a website on our com- uh, for the company, yes. In, even in Facebook, you can have a look on that. So the company's name is Aquera, A Q U E R A. I may be butchering the name, but it's pronounced Aquera, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Okay. Is that a Spanish name? Sounds interesting. Yeah, because it's it, we we took this name directly from the Europe. Yeah. Okay, Aquera, A Q U E R A. So coming uh, towards the end of the episode, um, what would be a message that you would like to send out to all our listeners or to all those out there from a sound frequency or from an emotions engineer perspective? Well, um, my message will be, no, it's, it's okay to not to be okay. So a lot of people cannot accept or understand themselves and they find it, uh, emotion is, um, not helping them. Mm-hmm. But however, emotion is neutral. They are, they are very innocent. They are just a messenger. So when we find ourselves having emotion or uh, emotional, I would say, we find ourselves angry and we find ourselves sad. So the question we need to ask ourselves is, why do I feel this way? Why is it causing this? Because if we ignore this, means to say that we are not doing a change in our life. Because something has been agitating you, there must be something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and if you are in the stage of life whereby you you want something, you know, you want to get somewhere and you are not getting there and you don't know what's the reason, what you're not getting what you want, I think, you know, you can always contact Logan and uh, have a more in-depth discussion about how sound frequency can help you. Great. Well, thank you, Logan Lowe of Aquera for joining us today. This has been the Doctorpreneurs Podcast, the intersection of health, aging, and entrepreneurship. Thank you again for joining us. Thank you, Logan. Thank you. Thank you for having me.